Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everybody. Greetings and welcome to the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. For over 15 years, I've been helping people achieve more success in life and business. This podcast is all about letting go of self-limiting beliefs and transforming your mind for greater success in life and in business. So today, we're going to have another episode of the Ted in Your Head interview series, where I interview experts that can help you achieve greater success in life and in business. And today, my guest is my friend, Craig Boleyn. Craig Boleyn is a marketing performance strategist from Pasadena, California. For over 25 years, he's helped hundreds of LA area owner-operated entrepreneurial businesses and professional practices who are already doing well, but just want to do better while reducing the stress and overwhelm that's associated with running a successful business. He does this via his EMP, Alliance Community, which I am a part of, his advanced marketing mastermind group, and private client relationships. Welcome, Craig. Thanks for being on my podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me, Tim. All right. So, Craig, um, how long have we known each other? You know, I was thinking... Uh... Gosh, I've known you for at least 12 or 13 years. And I remember seeing you, a sharp-dressed man, at a Chamber of Commerce uh, mixer at an office. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, but it was many moons ago. Many moons ago. And then I, I got involved in your... Um, you had a different iteration of what you're doing now, right? Right. Right. Uh, the GKIC local chapter for Glazer Kennedy Insight Circle. You came in about May or June of 2008. That I am certain. Right, right. And so it occurred to me early on, and I'm really grateful that I had this realization, you know, uh, before I figured, okay, I'm just going to start a hypnotherapy practice. If I build it, they will come. I'll just sit back. The phone will start ringing. I'll have a full thriving practice and I'll be driving around in a nice new Mercedes in no time. (laughs) Of course, that didn't happen because you could be the best hypnotherapist, but if people don't know about you, you're not going to have any business. So I realized fairly early on, especially after meeting you, that I was going to have to market my business. And you were really instrumental in introducing me to some of the primary marketing concepts that you know allowed me to have good copy and emails and videos and all of that. So it was incredibly helpful um, in, in the building of my, uh, of my professional practice. So my first question for you is like, how do you do what you do? How do you work with um, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs and, and, and business owners to enhance their business? How do you do that? You know, um, as you introduced me, you gave me my title, which is marketing performance strategist. And that's a creative way of saying I'm a marketing consultant. But really what I, my emphasis is on marketing performance. What are you doing right now and how can we get a better result from what you're already doing? Or where else can we find within your business that's going either untapped or underperforming that we can bring out, bring from the dead 
or take out, you know, take the sheet away and all of a sudden it exists and it can start working for you. So what I do first is I say, tell me what you're doing. How do you, how are you already getting customers? What things are you doing now to create interest in somebody who needs what you have to offer? Uh, how many different ways are you communicating to that, to your current clients, your future prospects or your future clients, I should say, um, past clients, because sometimes people leave you, but that doesn't mean they're gone forever. It just means something came up in their life and they've not done business with you for a while. Things change in people's lives. But my job is to see what you're already doing and then find better ways for about the same time, money, and effort you're already spending and get a better result. And it's really not difficult. Sometimes we say, for instance, sometimes we say something at the podium, and I'll use that because we met at the chamber. When you're at the front of the room and you have 15 to 20 seconds to say what you do and how you might be able to help someone, you say one thing and that produces a result. But if we switched if we switched it up just a little bit by changing a word, by addressing people, by, by who they are, what they're going through, we might get a five to 10 or 20 or 100% better result. You know, it's just by testing little things in what you're already doing to get leverage on that, to get a far better result for about the same time, money, and effort. Okay. So we're talking about helping people to have more clients, uh, make more money. But a lot of it is not just having more clients. Maybe it means having fewer clients that pay you more money. So it, it seems that this is kind of, for, for many business owners, it's like what they don't know, they don't know. Like they don't know that changing a word will make a difference or they don't know, you know what you talk about, right? Instead of having so many clients where you're wearing yourself out, have less clients, higher end clients that are paying you more money, right? So that's not something right. that, sometimes it's very obvious to people, right? Yeah. Sometimes people, you know, part of my job is to see where the underperforming things are. And some of those underperforming things are what you're charging. So it's like, hey, I don't want to work so often that I don't have time with my kids or my wife. You know, I want to enjoy my life. My whole business strategy, and you know this, for the 12 years of my son's, you know, school, was so that I could be there for every morning, get him up ready for school, take him to school, volunteer at school, pick him up from school, and go to every event he ever had. Uh, that was my strategy for success. That was my definition of success. Can I be in my son's life while he's growing up? I still had a lot of work to do in the morning. I still had a lot of work to do in between and at night, but that was what I wanted. So what I had to do was leverage the way that I did that and how I did that was by instead of just working one-on-one -on -one with people, which I did, I created group formats. So you know that is the EMP Alliance community now and the Advanced Marketing Mastermind. And from that, I was able to get and draw some high-paying clients from that, mainly because of the relationships built over time and the trust that was created. But I was also able to charge more because I had built that trust and, and expertise with them over time. And so what I would do for someone like, you know, who is a hypnotherapist, another hypnotherapist who says, I want time with my, my family and I want to work with just a few clients. Well, then we have to establish you as what, what people would perceive as the authority at what you do, which we did with you with authoring a book. Did you ever do a second book, by the way? 
I did. I did a second book that I co-wrote with June Davidson. So I want to mention to our listeners that uh, you were, you and the Mastermind Group were instrumental in helping me publish my first book, which I never ever thought I would ever be able to do. Right. And, you know, so it's like strategies that uh, allow people to see you as an expert and authority at what you do, and then being able to price accordingly. And, you know, price, people have this thing is that people won't pay for it. Well, you have to see if people will pay for it because the value of anything is what someone will pay for it. And if you are someone who sought out because you're the author of the book on the subject versus just another hypnotherapist who may be equally as good, but they're not as well known. They haven't put out put themselves out there as being uh, an expert who can solve problems in a way that you might have done that. You can charge more because you're more because you're sought out because you're more in demand. And because, quite frankly, this is what I want to charge. <laughs> and if people are willing to pay for it, then that's the value uh, that I am going to put myself into the marketplace. Yeah, and I, I noticed, you know, myself uh, mentoring, uh, you know, hypnotherapists that are just starting out, the hardest thing to do is to raise one's prices. And, and there's, it, you know, it can be so fear-based. But uh, whenever I did raise my prices, I found the same amount of people that were like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. You know, so, you know, there's a block in our own minds, which probably speaks to our own scarcity thinking about raising our prices or putting a higher value on our, uh, on our products or services. Right. What, what the ultimate thing that sets people in their mind as a buyer to say, I don't mind paying that price is this is not your ordinary hypnotherapist. This is someone who's different. And, and again, it can, does not necessarily have to do with your skill level. You can be an average hypnotherapist who has the same level of skill across the board, but it's how you run your business. It could be the process in which you intake a new client. It could be the conversation you have uh, that makes them feel like, I feel close to this person. Then in their mind, they're like, this is not your average hypnotherapist. This is somebody I really want to work with, and I will pay anything to have that relationship. Hmm. Okay. So what's your experience? I know you have an interesting backstory, you know, and, and we have limited time, but kind of what's your experience and how did you get to where you are now? You know, it's a, it's been a long journey, but it all started when I was a kid. Um, you know, my dad was giving my sister a $5 a week allowance and he was giving me 50 cents. And one day I figured it out. <laughs> I said, dad, what the heck? <laughs> he says, I'm going to teach you a very valuable lesson that your sister may not get right away. And that is, if you want it, go out and earn it. So from that, I went out and got a paper route, and then another paper route, and then another paper route. I went out and mowed lawns. Uh, I, I'm from Boston, so we had snow, so I shoveled driveways. I hung Christmas lights. I did whatever it took to make money, to have plenty of it. And soon, I was so busy doing all that work, I had hired my friends to do some of the work, like shoveling driveways and mowing lawns. And so I just got this entrepreneurial mindset at a young age, and my dad bought me a book uh, called How I, How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in Selling by Frank Becker. And I still have that copy of the original book. Wow. Um, and just thought, it just taught you to look for opportunities always. And, to, and to, when you set your time to work, work. When you set your time to play, play. And those are kind of the ways I got into that. But over time, because I had that entrepreneurial mindset, people would ask me for help. And I would help them and they would make some money. And they said, you should do this for a living. And so it started back in 1996 that I started out as a marketing consultant, right when I moved to LA, actually. And uh, 
I struggled quite a bit as as a consultant. I didn't know how to be a consultant. I knew what you know. I knew how to disseminate and deliver advice, although I gave it too much and too freely. Um, but I just loved helping people. I loved giving the light bulbs, and when, I love when you you get a light bulb, you go, "Oh, that's brilliant!" And it, to me, it's just like just little thing I found in the little corner of my mind, you know. And uh, so, you know, over time, I figured it out over a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of failures. Um, <clears throat> but it's just what I love to do. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, and I love helping other entrepreneurs who have ambition and drive, and they have a meaning behind what they're doing. They want a better life for their family. Uh, they want a better life for others that they, that they work with. You know, that, that is what drives me. So what's the difference between marketing and advertising? Well, marketing is really an all-encompassing thing, which really is promotion. And it's about relationship. Advertising is a way you do that, way you start that marketing relationship. So advertising is an ad, you know, short for advertisement, is an ad that you see in a paper. It could be uh, what you see on Facebook. It could be a direct mail piece. It could be, um, it could be a, a classified ad. It could be a text message. It could be anything. It's a method of communication is really what it is. And so advertising is just one little element of marketing as a whole that gets you to begin a relationship with a potential buyer or with uh, an existing buyer, but more so with a, a potential buyer. It's a lot like when you meet someone for the first time and you say, oh, she's cute. You know, I'd like to know her. And it starts that relationship. And that's why sometimes it takes more than you know, one advertisement. Many times it takes up to nine or 10 or 20 advertisements to get people to finally take action because trust has to happen. Just like when you meet someone. So in my past, in my late past, I have met a woman who worked at a Starbucks and I just thought she was cute. She was always so sweet to me. And over time, we just built a relationship. I'd always say hi. I'd, do, I'd pass her a little note and then she would pass a little note to me. And we built this, this little dance where she got to know and like me and I got to know and like her. And then finally, literally after about 20 times, I said, would you like to go to lunch sometime? You know, and then that started the rest of the dance. And that, so that little going to lunch is a little commitment. It's a little sale that starts the buying relationship with the, with the customer. So advertising and marketing is a lot of like dating and like, lot like meeting your, 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 the love of your life. And if you think back about how you actually get started, it all starts with that little dance. Sometimes people are ready right away. Sometimes it takes 20 times to do that. And, uh, you know, I, there's a term in, my, in, our, in marketing called life is a moving parade. It's like maybe they're not ready right now, but maybe the next time, maybe the next time, maybe the next time. But just keep on staying in touch and communicating so when they're ready, it happens. Well, I guess that's why social media can be so valuable in marketing your business because you have connections with people. And if you're posting a lot, people are going to see you, but obviously social media, just posting on social media is not enough, right? No, no. Social media, a lot of people do it wrong. You know, unfortunately there's no engagement. There's no, you know, Facebook, let's specifically, uh, they have, they suppress your organic posts and organic. What I mean is when you post naturally, when you just post it. So when you post your podcast, um, unless you alert people to let them know that it's there, very few will start to see it. 
However, if people start to engage with it, then Facebook starts to expand and say, okay, more people should see this because some people like it. Um, but if it's done right, um, you, maybe using a little uh, Facebook advertising, just a little, not a boosted post, but maybe just a little money behind it, 2 or $3 a day just to get a video out there or your podcast or post, it starts to get wider and wider and wider and people start to like it. And again, the more people start to like the post and engage with it, then Facebook says, this is obviously something people want to see. So let's give it more attention and let's get more people to see it. So yeah, it's all about relationships. Every, everything in marketing is about relationships. And again, going back to the relationship event, uh, example, you are in an essence marketing yourself when you're trying to get someone's a woman or a man's attention, aren't you? I mean, you're, t- you're trying to do little things to get their attention and then it starts like, tr- you know, here's a little sample. You know? right, here's a right. little sample of like, and that could be lunch or coffee or something to that effect. And then, you know, you go, you'll, you'll say, I like her. And it's like, want to do this again? Yeah, let's do this again. Maybe dinner next time or something mm-hmm. to that effect. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, so it just occurred to me that I'm probably not doing social media. I'm just posting stuff. I'm not, I need to ask a question or put a comment on my own post and say, you know, what do you think about that? Or any comments or some kind of uh, provocative comment would make the time that I spend putting these posts up there so much more valuable. Somebody also said, oh, you should go on LinkedIn and connect with people. And I like never go on LinkedIn. But the other day I went on and all these people have reached out to me and I'm like, I'm, I'm not responding. So yeah, engagement seems to be really, really important. Yeah, one way to do it is you, Facebook doesn't like when you ask for engagement. They want it to be natural. Oh. So one way you could do that, here's a little inside baseball. If you wanted to send an email out to your list and say, hey, here's my latest podcast. It's on this topic. It's on Facebook. If you go to say, you know, leave your comment or, or like the post, I'd really appreciate that. Or anybody who does that, I have a, a little extra bonus recording for you that might be of value to you, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, that way you get people on your list to go there and it doesn't, and Facebook doesn't see you as baiting people to come in. Very interesting. Yeah, that is some good inside stuff. So let me ask you a question. If somebody is not marketing their business or somebody's got a new business and they want to start marketing, how do they, is there a way they can start like easily and simply? Yeah, I mean, the best way to market and promote yourself for the non-marketer, I would say, is to just start providing value to your marketplace. Offer free advice on how to solve a problem. So what I told you to do and what I tell many others is create the top 10 frequently asked questions about your business. What are the top 10 problems people have? What are the concerns they have? Maybe even doing business with you or just in general as a whole. So you deal with smokers and anxiety and so each one of them is having their own issues about, you know, can I really resolve this or how do I, uh, how do I do this when I'm on a date with my wife or whatever, you know? So if you create a short video by holding up this little device right here, this has excellent quality for a video. You do not need fancy equipment at all. Excuse me. And being vulnerable and not being polished has more value than being polished in, you know, when it comes to these videos. Right. So right. if you shoot a, a short video, hold it out in front of you like that, and you say, you know, 
if I were doing it, I'd say, hey, Craig Valine here. You know, a lot of questions I get from my clients are, you know, how do you start, how do you start marketing when you haven't started marketing? <laughs> and so, you know, so here's what I tell them. I tell them to grab this little phone and I pull it, pull it out in front of me and I say, you know, a lot of people have this problem and here's what I would tell them how to do. So, you know, just answer the question and say, hey, if you found this video helpful, you know, share it with another person and, uh, and I'd appreciate it. Thanks so much. You know, so create content from that one video. You can extract the audio and make a podcast mm, right. from that one video. You can transcribe it and create a blog post or a social media post from that one video. It can be uploaded to both Facebook and YouTube and LinkedIn. So that one piece of content become multiple pieces of content. Yeah. You know, I probably ought to be taking some, some notes because there's definitely some stuff in there that I should be doing. You know, all of these podcasts that I have, I have almost 300 of them and they could be like, they could be blog posts, right? So you don't even really need to do a live one again, if you've really thought about it, because, you know, I mean, because the audio from them is, is content and then you extract pieces from it. I mean, they can be blog posts, articles, you've got another book you can put together. Right. Um, but bits and pieces from uh, those, those, uh, excuse me, those podcasts, uh, the transcriptions can be used as social media posts leading to the blog. Um, the upload to YouTube, the link can be brought over to other social media pro- platforms because just because you posted it once doesn't mean people saw it. So you can do that 30, 30 days later and just do it as another form or another source. Yeah, I may be uh, hiring you again sometime soon. <laughs> Help me out with that. So speaking of hiring you, um, so you know, if somebody said, yeah, you know, I heard Kez podcast and this guy named Craig was on it and he sounds like my kind of guy. And I think I, you know, if somebody called you or emailed you and said, hey, you know, I want to get started. What would that look like? How do you help people uh, grow their businesses? What, what are the first few steps? Well, you know, honestly, I want to, when I talk to someone for the first time, I want, I ask them a very specific question. How are you getting most of your business now? And I listen very carefully for what their answers are. So if they are saying I get it by word of mouth or by referral, you know, by, those are red flags for me, but it doesn't mean it ends there. It just means it's a red flag. So I don't know if you saw my email yesterday about the red flag. This one person said I get most of mine by referral only, and I went, uh-oh. But he said, I heard you talk about a strategy a few years ago, and I put it into action, and it's been working for me ever since. And I went, wow, that's great. So what I'm looking for are people who who are willing to put things into action. And so generally, if someone's not marketing already, I encourage them to get involved with our EMP community, our EMP Alliance community, which is a, you know, comes with a, a weekly, a monthly training, excuse me, a masterclass on a very specific topic, which, which will give you multiple strategies within that class that if you just in, implement one, you're on the road to success. Um, we also have live events via Zoom once a month called Power Events. And there I, I go into other, more detail and it's more, more one-on-one. I can talk to you and ask you what's going on in your business right now. What do you need help with? Can anyone else on this call help? Help? You know, it's kind of like a mastermind format, although it's not a mastermind, but it's, it's collaborative effort. You know, I want the peers to be able to help from their experience. And then those, those are recording. So those are in the members area, but mostly, um, those people that are marketing, they go into my advanced marketing mastermind. You've been a member of that, and you know the success level in there is pretty intense. You know, I'm I'm impressed by the people in there. You know, and I get 
I get to facilitate it. So it's pretty awesome that I get to sit and listen to all these people. Yeah. But there are people that are in that group who just can't do it all by themselves. So they need a little help. And that's when I have that conversation with them. It's like, okay, we've had, we've heard you saying you're going to put this into action and or, and or you're struggling to get it in action. Maybe we should be working together. So that's how I get to work with private clients. Yeah. Well, that is certainly, um, you know, taking action, you know, as a solopreneur with no accountability is very, very difficult. And that was the, the biggest thing I got out of mastermind. It's like, okay, guys, next time we meet, I'm going to have this done. And then you would never dream of showing up the next week, like with not, not having done what you were said you were going to do. And that's how I got the book written, right? Well, and I don't even impose that. That is, it's what we call optional accountability. Right. But because of the people you're around, you feel obli- obligated to get things done because you don't want to be the only person who showed up, right? And That's so right. Uh, I never hard on people for not doing it. It's just like, did you, what did you get done? It's like, as long as you tried and you got some stuff done, that's fine. If you didn't meet your goals, that's fine. But did you sit and do nothing all month? I doubt that's, in that group, I doubt that's ever the case. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're running out of time here. How can people connect with you if they want to find out more about you or what you do or if they want to get in touch with you? How do people do that? Yeah, I mean, you can check me out. Uh, check my website out, craigvelinemarketing.com. That's Craig, C-R-A-I-G. Veline is Victor, uh, V is in Victor, A-L-I-N-E, and then marketing.com. Uh, it's just a general overview of what I do and who I am and that sort of thing right there. Uh, if you are on Facebook, you can follow me on my page. Uh, at facebook.com slash uh, no BS Craig Villeen. No BS, like as in right. baloney right. squares. <laughs> <laughs> little shecky, right? <laughs> uh, so no BS Craig Villeen on Facebook. And um, if you're interested, just go try, check out the membership at empalliance.com, empalliance.com. And by the way, if you're curious what EMP stands for, it's Enhanced Marketing Performance, which is the name of my company. And, uh, you know, we just have some great people doing some great things and they're very, very supportive. Uh, I'm not the only one doing it. That's what I love about it is that it's a community. So we all help. We all want everybody to succeed. Well, Craig, it's been wonderful visiting with you. Thank you so much for being on my podcast and, and just close it up. I want to thank you for everything you've done to help me build my business. I quite honestly had no clue about marketing or what to do or how to do it until that first day where, you know, Ramon was there. And I, I can't even remember where we met. It was, there was a stage someplace. And, I, and I remember thinking to myself, man, this is really stuff I got to learn if I'm going to be successful at all. So um, thank you so much. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be in touch. And then I guess later on, I'm going to be on your a uh, little bit of uh, your thing later on tonight. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate that. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.